After an accident, minutes matter. Your words and actions matter even more. You need help, and you need it now. This is David vs. Goliath, brought to you by Dolman Law Group Accident Injury Lawyers, a boutique firm with a reputation for going head-to-head -head with the insurance company giants and putting people over profits. Thanks for joining us. This is an episode from our back catalog, so the episode numbers and firm name may have changed. But this is quality information, so instead of scrapping them, we decided it was more important to make sure you still had access. Enjoy the episode, and listen to new episodes of David vs. Goliath at dolmanlaw.com. Hi, I'm Matt Dolman from the Dolman Law Group here with another episode of the Dolman Law Group podcast. Joining me today is Stan Guype from Papa and Guype. Yes, today we're here to talk a little bit, I think, about attorney advertising, mm -hmm. some of the stuff you see on TV versus what you might get when you open the box. Yeah, I call it uh, basically product puffery. So you get these lawyers that are on TV and um, they'll call, we'll talk about the elephant in the corner of the room. Some, you know, Morgan, for instance, who's they got the biggest law firm in the country. And he's got some very good lawyers there and some, you know, top flight trial lawyers. But at the end of the day, you're not going to get John Morgan on the phone if you call that office. You're not going to get his cell phone. I don't think you're going to get the personal attention they talks about, but more notwithstanding that fact, you know, you see his commercials and he talks about the jury verdicts that they've obtained and the, you know, the settlement offer that was there before they took the case to trial and, uh, you know, how much greater the verdict was in comparison, but they don't talk about this, you know, the low settlements, the $0 verdicts that any firm has. And especially if you're trying cases that in such a prolific nature. I can remember this vividly. One of the first things that I heard that really resonated with me as a trial lawyer, I was when I first started, I was talking to a more experienced trial lawyer, and it was after a less than favorable verdict. Mm -hmm. And he came, he said, look, man, if you're not losing cases, you're not trying cases. And it makes sense because nobody is going to win every case they take to trial. Of course not. Okay. Uh, that's just not the nature of, of the beast. And if you are winning every case you take into trial, that means you're bailing on the hard ones. Because the ones that really need to go to trial, the people that need attorneys the most are, are the, the claim that's not clear cut, the claim that could go either way. Yes. And the problem you've got with a lot of people is that these are expensive claims to break. Sure. And if there's not a guaranteed payday on the back end, some attorneys don't want to move forward with it. So you see the puffery with the big verdicts, but you don't see the losses. And sometimes the losses actually speak more to what the firm's doing than those verdicts that are out there. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen and I've taken over cases from some of these television firms, including Morgan, and we were able to get much better settlement offers just because the case wasn't worked by an attorney, it's worked by a paralegal, a member of a pod, um, a case manager, if you will. And the personal attention was never there. They never spoke to an attorney. They never spoke to a lawyer. But getting going off your point before, though, there's a certain select group of lawyers in the state that only try catastrophic injury cases, the biggest cases out there. And those cases are almost impossible to not get a great verdict on. Correct. You know, it's a, it's a case where, is it worth $5 million or is it worth $10 million? Is it worth $10 million? Is it worth $15 million? These are the catastrophic injury cases out there that, uh, and I call them damages lawyers. These are lawyers and their only job is to increase the damages. They're some of the best lawyers out there. but. And we are both good lawyers. You have a hell of a reputation. Your normal car accident case, 60% of the time, is going to end up in a defense verdict. These are not catastrophic injury cases. So your typical client that's calling up these firms that are advertising on television or our firms, most are not catastrophic injury claims where the individual is not going to ever be able to work again or loss of life, loss of limb cases. These are your generic auto accident, neck and back injury claims. 
And these are tough to take in front of a jury. And, uh, you know, more often than not, they are end up ending up in defense verdicts. You're absolutely right. Where we end up with the vast majority of the claims are not what you see in the paper. The $10 million verdict, sure. the brain injury, the things like that. The vast majority of the claims are someone with a back injury, a disc injury, a shoulder injury, a soft tissue injury. And maybe it's not the biggest impact, but your client has some significant injuries. And you're going to have to sit out there and convince a jury that they were actually injured in this accident, that what they're seeing on the car as far as damage doesn't necessarily correlate to what happened to the occupant. And there's a lot. And I can't tell yet, you know, when you deal with an insurance company and they see those property damage photos are low, a lot of them want to take the claims to trial. Of course they do. Because they know a juror is going to look at that and wonder, could that person have been hurt? That's where you need an attorney. You need an attorney that's going to be able to get in there and show the jury why you were hurt. Okay, it's not the person who got run over by the Coke truck that ran the red light. That's a fairly easy case. That's a softball. That's one of those damages cases you're talking about where it's not a question of if it's a question of how much. Most people aren't in that position. You know, most people are looking to get fair compensation for an injury that's had impact on their life, but hasn't ended their life or changed it or made it, com- you know, completely untenable to go forward for. It's just impeded their quality of life, if you will. Yeah, and for those people, it's important that they get an attorney that's willing to take the case to trial, even if it's not a $10 million claim. You know, if your claim's worth 50000 you're just as entitled to your 50000 as someone else is to their million, if that's what their claim is worth. And you need an attorney that's going to go out there, get in court and be willing to fight for your 50,000, just as hard as someone else's million. The thing you get with some larger firms, Morgan and some of the other ones, it's like going, it's as though you're going, hey, I need a doctor. All right, I'm going to go to the hospital and they'll give me one. Well, you may get a fantastic doctor, one of the best around, okay? Or you may get someone who's not a skill. Okay, you don't know what draw you're going to get at the hospital because there's a thousand doctors there. It's Mm -hmm. not like going to your primary care physician. And if you start thinking about it that way, because we've all got relationships with doctors, we've all had health care throughout our lives. Most of us haven't had as much experience going to attorneys. You don't have that same relationship. Well, you yourself pick your doctor because you like your doctor. You think this doctor is competent. You've also been to doctors in the past that you may have questioned. No question about it. Okay. It's the same thing with attorneys. Okay. But most of us with, with, with health, a lot of it's common sense. Okay. You'd say, hey, my foot's hurting and the doctor's telling you it's a shoulder problem. You might, I need to go get that checked out. Law's not as much common sense. So people don't always know when it's not going right. You know, right. they're relying on the attorney to tell them both what, what they should do. Okay. And what the likely outcomes are for things. And sometimes, You get an attorney that's either scared of going to trial. You Mm -hmm. get an attorney that's not experienced with the what likely outcomes at trial or a worst case scenario. You get an attorney that's never gone to trial Mm -hmm. and any of that can happen. You know, some firms, when you get to your your smaller firms, what you're looking at is the people you see are the people you're going to get generally. Correct. But even then, okay, even then, when you look, if you were to drive around this area, okay, and look up on the billboards at all the smiling faces on the billboards, okay, some of those guys have seen the courtroom. Some of those guys have never seen the courtroom. 100%. And you can't, you know, being billboard certified, it's a lot different than being real board certified as an attorney. 100%. 
and and you, you're gonna see it out there. But you know, we as consumers, we respond to advertising. No question. If about it's it. shiny, if it's bright, if it looks nice. And Morgan has cornered advertising. It is, but he's, I, he's a genius with advertising. I'll tell you, you know, and I don't want to besmirch Morgan at all. I think they have a, actually a very good firm. They have some fantastic trial lawyers like Keith Mitnick and Xander Clem. And you know the, who these guys are. They have tremendous reputation, but there's other television law firms. And one actually Morgan made fun of in a, you know, in the Tampa Tribune. You probably read the article in the St. Pete Times, a firm in Tampa with two-man shop. And he just ripped them apart because they never tried a case. And that's what you're getting with these TV firms. It's volume in, garbage in, garbage out high voluminous firms that don't try a lot of their cases and they have a reputation for taking a, you know, leaving a lot of money on the table, if you will. I can, I think I know the same firm you're talking about. Sure. And in fact, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, the TBT, that, that little weekly magazine that comes out mm -hmm. at one point in time had a headline. Yeah, they did the expose with, with these guys there. And it said, it's all for show. 100%. Now, if you look at their ads, you see some fantastic looking people, smoke, mirrors. It's impressive. You sure. Know? It, it looks fantastic. Yeah, they're walking out of the courthouse. People are throwing, you know, they're throwing their business cards. There's journalists waiting for them to talk to them about their, their car accident case, which never happens ever. It, it absolutely gives that appearance. But, you know, it's much like if you've ever bought a product, something you ordered online, and then when it showed up and you opened the box, you're like, what's this? Mm -hmm. This is nothing like what I saw in the commercial. This, this, this thing's this big. I thought it was going to be three feet long. You know, that's what you get a lot of times. Sure. You get out there, you get through, you open the box, and, you know, people get involved in the process. And it usually, you know, it's usually a year and a half or so in when they start realizing, wait, these guys aren't quite as aggressive as they said they were on TV. Sure. Wait, what do you mean you're not willing to file a lawsuit for my claim? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? And I've actually had claims come from this particular firm where people were not willing to file the lawsuit. Sure. And they came Same. to us, came over to us, and, and, and we got the tender of the policy limits for people. Okay, we've had this happen on numerous occasions. Because the insurance company knows your track record. Well, the insurance company knows the track record. And certain firms, you they get, and you know this, like you say, the damages firms, you've got firms that get in a sort of a niche practice mm -hmm. where they found a way to make the most money they can. And some of them, it's trying cases. Some of them, it's bringing in cases. Okay. And if you're a firm who's focused on bringing in cases, well, trying cases is different. You know, Matt. Okay, when you go into litigation, sometimes you're laying five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollars out sometimes just in cost to get these claims. Oh, don't I know the courts closed right now? It's it's scary actually holding on this money right now, my credit line. Well, exactly. Now on one came in one case, it's no big deal. You start getting out there and you've got ten clients, you've got fifty clients, you've got stuff like that. You gotta put up all of these costs. And some attorneys aren't willing to go there. They don't have that business model. Sure. It, it takes a lot of financial resources. It takes financial resources. Hire the right experts. The right experts. And right demonstrative aids, you know, to illustrate the injuries at trial. It's amazing. It's amazing how much all that stuff costs and a lot of, a lot of clients don't realize it. So when, when you see stuff on the billboards, you know, when you see the ads, it's not as though it's all misleading, but when you see- the majority of it is. Yeah, uh, some of it's accurate, but when sure. you look up there, if you see John Morgan on TV and think when you get injured, he's handling your case, 
you're in for a surprise. No, it was the last time he tried a case. I don't know if John's tried a case. Uh, Ever, but I don't think he's tried a case in at least the last two decades. Oh, he, well, no, it's not what he does he's, now. He's besmirging other lawyers in his commercials and poking fun at them, and it's just, you know. Well, that, and that I at do. least I have a lot of respect for him and his firm, but it brings me to the next subject. And it's touching off what you said earlier, you know. Um, I always believe that even the world's worst trial lawyer, and either one of us are, is still better than the 99 guys down the block who do not try cases because insurance companies hate spending money. And I'm paraphrasing Morgan here, but he said in that very article you're talking about in the TBT, and it was also published, I think, in the St. Pete Times and the Tampa Trib, that uh, if you're selling all of your cases, and I guess those two lawyers claim that they're getting amazing settlements and there was no need to try cases, that means that every last case you had, you got a fair offer from the insurance company. It just doesn't work that way. Absolutely. Insurance companies have no incentive to give you a fair offer. Um, and usually, you know, even when you get a case done in mediation, there's a compromise between what they want to give and what your client wants. And it's it's this, it's the fear of trial and the fact that we're not cowboys and we want to do what's best for our client and the possibility that you could lose that trial and expose your client to fees is what generates that compromise. But if you're selling every single case with the insurance company, that means that they gave you the best offer possible, which they're not going to give you ever if there's no bite behind the bark. You're not trying cases and taking them to the trial. You, you're not doing anything to keep them honest. You said exactly where I was going, no bite behind the bark. And yeah. that's that you got to almost look at insurance companies as bullies. Of course. Okay. You got to look at them as bullies. And I tell you, no matter what, no matter how strong you are, if you're willing to punch the bully, you're going to get more respect than someone who's not. Of course. Okay. If the bully's going to pick on two people and one of them's going to punch him, he's going to pick on the guy who's not going to punch him. No question. And that's where you run into the same thing we deal with in injury law. If you're the guy that's not willing to stand up and punch the bully once in a while, you're going to get bullied. You're going to get steamrolled. No, you two days have to, okay, if you're not willing to try the case, the insurance company gives you the final offer. What option do you have but to take it? So you're leaving tons of money on the table. Tons. And these clients don't know that. The unsophisticated consumer has no idea. They're looking at this glitzy television ad. Looks well done. The lawyers are in the courtroom. They're presenting evidence. Yet they never tried a case and you're not you're getting a fair offer. You have no idea how much money has been left on the table. And it's just so sad. I mean, at our firm, and I haven't reviewed your files, but I'm sure you can say the same exact thing. I'm, I'm going to speak for you that the cases that we litigate, you know, if the case was so good, it would have been settled in pre-suit for the most part. You know, it's yeah. two types of cases that we litigate at our firm. Well, three. We get, you know, here and there, we get the catastrophic injury case. Those are not in abundance. There's a, only a certain amount of catastrophic cases that happen a year, and they're split among many, many law firms out there. So that leaves two types of cases. The case where there's a causation or liability issue, meaning that the accident cannot have caused the injuries the client's complaining of, maybe due to a lack of property damage, or there's a liability issue that my client may have, you know, contributed to the, uh, to the accident itself, may have been uh, negligent themselves. These are the type of cases we're seeing. If they were so good, they would have been done in pre-suit. So if you're not taking these cases to the mat, you're 100% leaving money on the table. They have no incentive to ever give you a fair offer in a causation case. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's it, because you're going to get into a trial scenario. You end, And once you're in trial, it's it's a lot of all or nothing. You know, you're swinging for the fences. Yeah. And when you get, and when you get it and the jury... And your message resonates with the jury and the jury sees what your client's going through, mm -hmm. you usually get a real good verdict well, and you I'm get sorry. a lot of money for that client. And when the jury looks at your client and they don't believe your client, you're going home empty handed. But if you're not willing to put that client up and get behind them, 
you lose. And you're doing you, them a disservice. You're doing disservice to all your other clients because you're not trying cases. Yeah, well, and that's it. Every, you know, and that's one of the things that I was saying. Even a trial that you lose, even a trial that comes back with a good verdict is a win for you as an attorney or your firm because you've showed the insurance company you will go to bat for the claim, no matter what the claim. Is. Yeah, because the next time you're in mediation against State Farm, Allstate, USA, whatever insurance company that was, and they all talk to each other, they're going to know that if Stan Guy says he's not willing to take the offer, the next step is he's going to set the case for trial. And good chances he's going to show up. And I was going to say the other type of case we're often seeing in litigation, I'm sure same thing in your office is there's just too much insurance coverage. Yes. And there may have been great injuries, but they're so insulated from uh, any excess exposure to their insured that they're going to litigate those cases out and hope to mitigate their damages. But these are the only cases you're seeing in litigation. So if a lawyer is telling you that he hasn't tried many cases or you're hearing that they don't try a lot of cases and you see them on TV, that's a volume shop. That is a settlement mill. That's And that's not what I'm saying Morgan is at all. But most of the other guys you're seeing on billboards and advertising out there are settlement mills. Well, I can tell you, you know, the insurance companies, they go back, they're going to advertise or, or going to talk about these claims, your adjusters. And there's a ton of factors that they consider. Mm -hmm. I can promise you, OK, I've never had a mediation. They don't tell us what goes on in the other room. Mediation is private. But I am certain when I'm sitting there in mediation and the adjusters on the other side and the people with the money and the opposing counsels and their Never once are they talking about the quality of the ads that person had. Nope. Never once are they going, this attorney kind of stinks, but have you seen how flashy his ads are? There's a lot of smoke and cards flying around in those ads, so we better pay them. That never, ever, ever is a factor. No, but yet, yeah. it's amazing how many people will make that a factor in their choice for an attorney. And what you got to realize is if the insurance company is not factoring, making that a factor in their valuation of the claim, it probably shouldn't influence your choices who you pick as an attorney because you want to you want to select an attorney who the insurance company is also respecting, who the insurance company is also considering as a value driver for your case. Sure. They know if we don't pay this, they're going to roll the dice and we could get hit big. So we need to take it seriously. Correct. And I know I brought the example of Morgan. That's a that's a firm that tries a lot of cases. What I did, the only problem I had with them is I think it's disingenuous in the advertisements that they talk about all the great verdicts that they have as compared to the offer they received beforehand. What about all in every firm's had it, and especially a firm that's trying cases so prolifically that has such volume. You know, this is the biggest firm in the country. They've had plenty of low offers. In fact, I've taken over many of those cases in my own firm. So I'm sure many attorneys in this community have. They've had hundreds of zero verdicts. Yes. Okay. And every one of those zero verdicts, there was an offer on the table before trial. Of course. Okay. They're not going to tell most of them were not zero dollar offers. They were offers. They just, they roll the dice and they lost. And and that's going to happen. And I respect that, actually. I respect the fact they try cases. But just because, you know, just because you're seeing verdicts, just because you see someone holding up a check on the billboard. It doesn't mean that's typical of what's going on with oh, every client in the firm. I love the billboards. My lawyer got me, you know, $380,000 or $620,000. What about the other 49 cases? And yeah, he got you $620,000, but was your case worth six twenty, dollars or did he leave another $380,000 on the table that he could have gone the million? You know, we think the same things because it goes through my mind. It's funny you say that because doing this, you know, insurance company, you buy insurance in increments, okay? Mm -hmm. Rarely do you run across a $38,000 policy. You know, you see 10,000, 25, 50, 100, 250, 500, 1 million. Okay. So when they're holding up that sign saying, my attorney got me $92,000. Well, how much was the coverage? 
How much was your claim worth? 92000 on a $250,000 claim is nothing to brag about. No. And also, you know, and I often say is that uh, personal injury is probably one of the easiest areas to practice, one of the hardest areas to practice correctly. So you see a lot of guys who even hang out their shingle doing criminal family, but they also do PI. You know, you never see guys out there who do PI, but also hang out their shingle doing other stuff. But you see many guys hang out their shingle doing PI or young lawyers coming out of law school, can't get a job, who all, all of a sudden just start practicing personal injury. And they they don't know what they're doing and clients don't know the difference because they're unsophisticated consumers who are not doing the research and looking up to see who is the best lawyer in the community. What are the reviews saying? What are other, you know, what are the judges and other members of the, uh, the legal profession saying about that lawyer rather going off either an advertisement or maybe something they saw on Facebook or social media. But it's, it's really scary out there. It is, um, you know, you and I see it from the inside. Yes. Okay. So we see what goes on. We've dealt with some of these attorneys. We know, uh, who takes things to the mat and who doesn't. And and from our side, you got the same feel for defense attorneys. Sure. Okay. I know there are certain defense attorneys that are scared to take this thing to trial. Yep. And I know there are certain defense attorneys that are chomping at the bit to take things to trial. Sure. And I know how to handle cases with both of them, but I can promise you the guys that are scared to take it to trial, I take advantage of them. No question about I it. Do whatever I can for my client and kind of push, 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 lean towards trial because I know at the end of the day, this guy caves. Yes. And the one last point I want to make is, you know, this the skilled lawyer is the guy who can take a twenty thousand dollar case and make it worth eighty, a thirty five thousand dollar case and make it worth one hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty. It's you know, changing the dynamics of a case. What most consumers don't understand is there are cases here and there, especially surgery cases, where the insurance company is going to pay the limits and. Even the world's worst attorney is going to get a good settlement on that case. Some cases just pay themselves. It's just a fact. Oh, it's and true. that's when you see those, you know, that billboard with Johnny Johnson got me $850,000. Well, if you were hit by a Pepsi bottling truck and you had some serious injuries, it's not shocker. You know, it's, we're not surprised you got a great settlement. Um, but what did he leave on the table? Or maybe he didn't leave anything on the table. Maybe he got you the entire amount. That's minus the attorney fees or God knows what. But that's just one instance. What about all the other cases? That's why it's so deceptive when you see, you know, a lawyer putting a settlement amount on or what I got a client. What about every other case in your office or without knowing the actual facts about the case and what may have been left on the table or how serious the injuries are? It really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, the number alone doesn't doesn't mean anything. Now, it's they said it had a $10,000 offer and they got the client $260,000. Well, my previous attorney got a $12,000 offer and then Johnny Johnson got me $418,000, then I might be impressed. That's very impressive. It'd be like me coming up to you, Matt, and saying, hey, I sold my car for $10,000. Was that a good deal or a bad deal? Yeah. What's a make? What's a model? Well, what kind of car did you have? Yeah. You know, you can't do it in a vacuum. You no. know, these So these numbers don't mean a lot. And I'm not, like we say, we're not disparaging any one particular no. firm, but what I'm trying to make people see is that what you see on the billboard is a lot of times like, uh, you ever uh, like like on your package of food? You ever see that serving suggestion? That's yeah, that's what they put on there to let you know that hey, what you see on the package is a little different than what's inside. We've done something else to it besides pull it out of the box. That's what you're getting on the billboard. Exactly. You know, it's not or television ads. Yeah, it's not necessarily what you're going to get when you open up the box and get in there. No. You know, you're when while you look there and you're in trance by John Morgan, we know John Morgan's voice on the radio. You know, it. you get entranced by it and people are impressed by it. Don't expect that you're going to hear John Morgan's voice one time. You're probably almost certainly never going to meet him. Now, yeah. He's not going to be your lawyer. He's not going to show up in court. He's a brilliant, brilliant marketer and a great visionary and a hell of a business owner. 
Um, they got a they got a great law firm, no question about it. But the the law, the actual commercial itself, is very deceptive to your average consumer. Absolutely. And then they then to take it to the next level, uh, I sometimes get a little bit of offense out there where some of the commercials start to try to besmirch the rest of the attorneys out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, you if you've made the wrong decision, you've gone to a different attorney, you can always switch and come to us. Yes, or your lawyer has these fake awards or this, that, and the other when the same lawyers have the same award, you know, nonsense awards. And we agree with that. They, you know, that what Morgan's saying is latest ads about lawyers purchasing awards. It happens everywhere. Look more at the reviews, the results they've obtained. Um, it just seems like now he's attacking other lawyers in the community or some of these guys you're seeing commercials or lawyers I've I personally have fired myself. What does that tell you? Do you know the whole story? Have you spoken to that lawyer? I mean, it, it's these these it's advertising has taken on um, its own new face and it's, it's getting more and more slimy out there. And I'm going to tell you the best way to do this is when you're sitting there. Okay. When you're looking at radio, when you're listening to radio, when you're watching TV, you're being fed what they want you to eat. It's that attorney has picked out what information they want to convey to you. Okay. Yeah. When you start going to the internet, Okay, and you start looking around on the internet. Sometimes you find a little bit richer information because that attorney's not necessarily always in control of everything that gets put out. Yeah, they're not going to be able to put themselves in the best light possible. All right, so if you get out there and you really want to do some research on your attorneys, and you start seeing this stuff on the on TV on radio, I think go to the internet, start looking around, and start looking for the other side, and generally you'll find it. Right. If you search the internet, you can find those bad verdicts. If you search the internet, you'll find people who were dissatisfied with Morgan or dissatisfied with other firms. But really, the internet is a much richer source of information. Could not for- agree more. I, oh, one thing I meant to ask you about. You know, we could actually mention a lawyer by name. I mean, there's a you know a billboard that is very prominent, at least in Tampa. I think I've seen a few in Pinellas County too. It's a lawyer named Dennis Hernandez, and Harvard graduate. I can't tell you how offended I am by that because your average consumer sees that thinks, huh, this guy went to Harvard Law. He must be better than everyone else out there because they didn't go to Harvard Law. And then you ask around the community, and this is not poking fun at him. He's, I'm sure, a fine. I don't know anything about Dennis Hernandez, but I've never heard him, you know, talk about in uh, hushed tones, one of the top guys in town or one of the best trial. I certainly never heard that. Have you? Well, I've recently you know seen some stuff dennis posted up and um i know there were several news articles from the saint pete times tagged to his postings that painted him in a less than glamorous light Mm -hmm. so i do know that recently and you see harvard law graduate but you know dennis didn't get his law degree at harvard they got a Duke, and then he went and got an LLM. Now, not, not I'm not that, knocking that. Duke's a great law school. Not to say that Duke's not a fantastic law school, Phenomenal. but you get out there and you see that, but that's all you know. But no one would be impressed by Duke doesn't have the name that Harvard has. But right. You, you know, those who in the know know Duke's a phenomenal law school, top 20 school, but Harvard's Harvard. You know, Harvard and Yale, you think, wow, that's, you know, that is the pillar of academia. But at the same point, though, does that make you a better PI lawyer? And he didn't even get a JD there. He got his LLM and something completely different. And it wasn't a personal injury law. And um, he's not talked about as being one of the finest lawyers in town. So it's just so deceptive. You know, your consumer's going by and seeing that on the highway and saying, huh, this guy went to Harvard. That might be the guy I want to call my PI case. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you when it boils down to it, you know, those of us that practice in the industry, you know who the guys are who have really done stuff that's impressive. Yeah, the guys, heavy hitters. Sure. Yeah, guys who've dressed. 
you don't see those guys on ads. You don't see those guys on billboards generally. Yeah. You don't see them with a heavy TV and radio presence. Well, TV and radio, I have a couple of billboards in the area just to let people know where I am. But yeah, you're not seeing me as a big media guy. That's uh, the guys you're seeing all over the place are usually are not the guys who are the biggest hitters. No, they're I'll not. make an exception for Morgan that being that they have some of the top trial lawyers in the state at their firm. They have a, you know, it's a huge firm though. Not every lawyer is of the same quality. You mentioned that earlier, but the majority of these guys who are mass advertisers I and mean, you see like Jack Burns and Jack's got your back. I mean, do you think if you call up on the phone, Jack's going to be the one answering it or Jackson, give you a cell phone number. And if you're doing that much volume, how is that even possible? It's not. You know, there's a lot of people that move statewide firms. And like I say, you can't sit here and say you're going to get a bad attorney when you go in there. Okay. It's like a box of Cracker Jacks. You don't know what prize you're going to get when you open it up. But do you really want to take that chance with your claim? No. Do you, do you want to open the random box of Cracker Jacks or do you want to go to someone where you got an idea of who's going to be handling it, who you're going to be talking to? The, is that person that did the sign up, is that person that talked to you about your claim really going to be handling it? Or is he just telling you a bunch of stuff and then handing it off to someone else? That's Yeah. And in the majority of those big volume shops, that's what happens. That lawyer doesn't have the time to go sign up the client, doesn't have the time to go meet the client. Certainly he's not giving out their cell phone number. Uh, after hours, you, you have a problem, kind of screwed. You're dealing with a paralegal or legal assistant. At best. At best. At, if anyone does return your call. Yeah, I was going to say, after hours, you're lucky a lot of times if anyone's calling you back. Yeah. It's a little different when you go to a boutique shop, a smaller firm, and you get more personal attention. It does not have anything to do with the quality of a lawyer. No, and in fact, sometimes it's a higher quality of lawyer because what you'll find is that if you are one of those top performers, if you are able to get those verdicts, if you are willing to take cases to trial, typically you're not looking to collect the salary from someone else. You can make more money getting out there and pushing it yourself. Great point. Nor do you need mass advertising to bring in the cases because other lawyers or consumers are finding you. Right. Based on your reputation, right. you're getting those referrals. And you see that all over the place in all kinds of industries. Okay? Yeah, I never need to go to television or radio. Don't, don't look very far, okay? In any industry, you know, if you've got someone that's out there and they're the best and the brightest, they go out and do it themselves, okay? They 100%. open their own shop. Yeah, they're not. They're not sitting there working for someone for salary forever. Think about that. Great. That's a great point to finish on. Stan, how do, how do uh, consumers reach you? Well, they can find me anytime at uh, 727-461-HELP locally in Pinellas or on the internet at www.papaandgype.com. I know where we can find you all the time. <laughs> I'm Matt Dolman, managing partner of Dolman Law Group. That's D like in David, O-L-M-A-N, law, L-A-W.com. You can reach me anytime. Also on my cell phone, 941-961-8841. Again, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dan, for coming out today. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for having me. This episode of David versus Goliath is over, but your journey is just getting started. To share your story with us, visit dolmanlaw.com. That's D-O-L-M-A-N law.com. Or call 866-965-6242. The insights and views presented in David versus Goliath are for general information purposes only and should not be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. The information presented is not a substitute for consulting with an attorney, nor does tuning into this podcast constitute an attorney-client relationship of any kind. Any case result information provided on any portion of this podcast should not be understood as a promise of any particular result in a future case. Dolman Law Group. Big firm results. Small firm personal attention.